Hi, and welcome to the Untamed and Embodied Show. I'm your host, Tersha Regler, feminine embodiment coach, and here to help you cultivate a life of radiance, everyday pleasure, and unapologetic self-expression. Join me every week as I share how you can tap into your feminine flow so you can come home to yourself and live your life from a place of inner freedom and aliveness. So here's the thing about burnout. It's not only reserved for executive high flyers. Anybody can be hit by burnout and as women we seem to be especially I want to get into why this may be the case and how by reclaiming our feminine energy, we can break the cycle of burnout. Hey, hey, Tersha here. And if you are a regular viewer of my channel or you listen to my podcast, you would have noticed that things have been a bit quieter in the last few months. And the reason for this is that I reached a point where I had to make a hard stop. If I didn't do that, I was going to burn out. And if I had to explain to you what it felt like in my body, it's as if my head and the world and everything around me was moving faster than what I was. And I felt as if I was continuing trying to play catch up with myself. And if you have ever been in a similar situation, you'll know how exhausting this is. And yet, this is the way that most of our world operates on. So often we see that our value, our worth as a human being, we relate that directly to our level of success or our level of output. And there's nothing wrong with you. If you kind of recognize these things that I'm sharing with you, if you recognize that this is also present and true for you, because It literally is the world that we grow up in. So the way that I see it is the reason why women seem to be especially prone to burnout is because we are in a world that doesn't really allow for our feminine practices of connecting into the body, of slowing down, of aligning with our own energy cycles. There's not really space for that. To me, the first entry point into accessing your feminine energy, to work with your feminine energy, to blossom into the possibilities that open up when we really activate and lead from our feminine energy. In order for us to do that, slowing down is the doorway in there. So when we look at the personal development industry, for for example, I've been in the personal development industry for over 20 years now, which is a long time if I think about it. And when I started, my entry point into personal development was mindset work. And where I am standing today, when I look back at this, many of the things that I learned uh, supported me and it really put me onto the path that I am today. But the big challenge and concern that I have with personal development at this stage is that so much of it is focused on how can I achieve my goals through changing my mindset? How can I attract things into my life by changing my mindset and raising my vibration? There's a big focus on having a positive vibration because the more positive I am, the more high vibe I am, the more I kind of attract similar things like that into my life. And I feel that puts a lot of pressure on us to always be in a certain state, like an optimum state of 
attraction and positivity. Our minds are amazing and our minds move a lot faster than our bodies. And if you are going to be plugged into your mind all the time, can you see how this is going to have you show up faster and move faster than what your body maybe is comfortable for or comfortable with? The masculine is very much, and again, this is my definition, my interpretation, the masculine is very much focused on the mind. The thing is, when we slow down, this is when we can begin to listen to our bodies. And listening to your body is in fact the second principle. So the second principle of really reclaiming your feminine energy is to start listening to your body. So the data from our thoughts, our emotions, uh, physical sensations in our body, and even our energy, the data of that is all accessible in the body. And yet, we very rarely listen to our bodies. Just think for yourself, and I know I'm guilty of this, how often has it happened to you in the past that you maybe need to use the bathroom, but instead of going to the bathroom when you realize you need to go, you hold it in so that you can finish whatever it is that you're busy with. And we we have learned to override the signals of our body. I know, for example, a few years ago, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And when we were on the last level, on the way to Uhura Peak, that was so difficult. The air up there is really thin. I was struggling to breathe. You can't walk and drink water at the same time because you don't have enough oxygen. At least I didn't have. So if I wanted to take a, a sip of water, I had to stop, stand still, drink, and then only could I walk again. And what I experienced during this last stretch of, um, of climbing Kilimanjaro is I literally had to tell myself, just put one foot in front of the next. I couldn't think about what was lying ahead. I couldn't listen to my body. I just had to put one foot in front of the other. And I literally forced myself to the end through my mind. And this is how powerful our minds are. Our minds can do this. Our minds can override everything. It really is a very, very powerful force. But the problem is, it's not sustainable. You cannot only rely on your mind to put things out into the world, to carry you forward and to create. You're going to burn out. It's not sustainable. You have to listen to your body. And the way that we begin to listen to our bodies is through slowing down and through dropping into the body. Through really taking our awareness from our mind and from the world out there and bringing our awareness inwards. And in fact, that's something that I do with each and every coaching client is at the beginning of the session, the first thing that we do is we slow down and we drop into the body. So already then we start to learn the habit of how do I connect into my body to find out what is going on? What is it that I'm feeling? We then have to live this out into the world. We have to have boundaries in terms of what are we available for? And again, this is part of reclaiming our feminine. When we override our own boundaries, when we say yes, when we mean no, 
when we do things because we feel compelled by what the outside world is telling us, we're going against our own truth. All right. And boundaries, again, boundaries is part of how we we show up. It's such an important part of who we are, of the decisions that we make and for the things, as I already said, that we are available for. And I know for so many women, for so many of us, that's not always a reality. We might be in situations where it's not possible for you to just say, no, I'm not available for that anymore, for whatever reason. And if this is true for you, then the invitation is, if you cannot make a hard stop, if you cannot just stop being in a certain place or doing a certain thing because of the circumstances that you find yourself in, is how can you support yourself in that situation? So what is it that you need to make you more resourceful so that you can work towards a position where you are then able to enforce your boundaries? If you recognize yourself in this, if you struggle with stretching yourself too thin, if you find yourself being resentful because of all the things that you have to do, the invitation is to start practicing slowing down. You don't have to do anything else except for start to slow down. So look where in your life are you moving too fast? Where in your life is there opportunity for you to connect deeper into your body, where can you begin to listen to your body's needs instead of the needs of the outside world? Where can you begin to connect more with your own truth? All right, queens, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to it as it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for joining me today.